Welcome to the Management Insights Podcast Series hosted by McGraw-Hill. My name is Debbie Clare, Executive Marketing Manager for our management portfolio. Today's topic, no purpose, no leadership. Our guest, Ryan Gottfriedson. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me on. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so I'm a leadership professor at Cal State Fullerton, where I teach and do research on leadership. And then I'm also a leadership consultant. So I go around and I help organizations develop their leaders to enhance the effectiveness of their organization. Well, this is going to be a fun topic. So let's dig in. Why is purpose so important for effective leadership? Uh, I first of all, I love that we're talking about purpose. To me, when we talk about purpose, that is just in a, in a, itself inspiring. And so I think in order to understand the true importance of purpose to effective leadership, we need to go back to the basic definition of leadership, at least my favorite definition of leadership, which is the use of power and influence to direct others to goal achievement. So if we want to if we want to be an effective leader, We've got to direct others to goal achievement. That means that we need to have a purpose. Without a purpose, we, we don't have any direction and we can't have any influence in terms of directing others. What percentage of people have a clear purpose for their lives? Yeah, this is really interesting. It's something that I've studied on an informal level. So I've asked folks, I, I've sent out surveys and I asked them, do you have a purpose on the first page? And about 85 to 85% of people will say, yes, I have a purpose. Then they go to the next page. And I said, okay, what's your purpose for your life? And then I, I have about 70% of those people that actually write down a purpose. But in reality, I think most of the people, what they write down is not something that they've thought a whole lot about. So what I've actually found is about 11% of people actually have a purpose that they've thought a considerable amount about. And and I think that this is backed up where other leadership consultants have found that when they look at executives within organizations, they find that less than 20% of executives have a clear purpose for what they're doing. How do most people measure their purpose in their lives? Yeah. So when we don't have a purpose, it's not like we necessarily don't have any direction. It's just so that we develop a default purpose. So when we don't have when we haven't proactively selected a purpose for our lives, our default purpose becomes success. But success can mean a hundred different things depending upon the person. So then the question becomes, what aspect of success do we default back to if we haven't defined a purpose for our lives? And I think that that is contingent upon our peer group. So we start to develop a purpose of obtaining success based upon the ways that our peers define success. So that could be a big house. It could be a nice car. It could be a nice job. It could be living in a certain area. It could be wearing designer clothes, whatever it might be. The things that we, if we haven't, don't have a purpose, we'll adapt a purpose that means obtaining success in the ways that our peers define success, not necessarily how we define success. What are the implications of this? So the implications is when, let's just play this out. If I'm a leader and my default purpose is success, what happens when I hit an ethical dilemma? My default is going to be about protecting me engaging in whatever behaviors will allow me to come out of that situation in the best possible light. 
But let's consider more effective leaders and what their purposes are. So if you consider, let's use some stereotypical great leaders. Look at Abraham Lincoln, Martin Luther King, Nelson Mandela. Did they have a purpose of success? Not necessarily, right? I mean, they wanted to have an impact. And that's the key, is they wanted to have a positive contribution in the lives of others. And that was their driving purpose. Now, when we have that as our driving purpose, what happens when we hit an ethical dilemma? We're less concerned about doing what's best for us and more concerned about doing what's best for the people that we're leading. And so, when we don't identify a clear purpose uh, for our leadership, we end up being in a position where we always want to self-protect. But it's only when we identify a clear purpose that involves us making a positive contribution in the lives of others that allows us to lead in the most effective way. Lead in a way that others people want to follow us. I mean, you look at Martin Luther King Jr. He didn't have any sort of formal organizational power. People followed him because they wanted to, because he stood for something that they stood for. And that's what we need to be as leaders. We need to stand for something that other people want to stand for. And that's got to be beyond ourselves. How do effective leaders measure their lives? Yeah. So I think this is, again, the key is just our contribution to the lives of others. And and if we're not thinking about the implications of what we're doing, how we're thinking, and how we're leading, then ultimately we're going to be, we're not going to have the positive influence that we want to have. And I think all leaders want to have a positive influence. It's just sometimes, again, we get wrapped up in what's best for us instead of what's best, what's best for ourselves instead of what's best for us, meaning the collective organization. What difference does this make? So it makes a huge difference particularly for our followers. Uh, and really, for us and our followers, what it's doing is it's giving us meaning. And, and it gives us a sense of what's best for us. You see, when I work with organizations and they don't have a clear purpose, what ends up happening is they start to face each other and start to fight a little bit, right? There's Organizations have limited resources and they start to compete against each other for these resources because they don't have a direction that they're heading. They just want what's best for them. But if we can have a leader come in and say, hey, we're heading in this direction, they put a flag in the ground out in front of everybody. Now people, instead of facing each other, they start to face that flag. And as we face that flag, now we become willing to work with each other use our resources together in effective ways in order to get to that flag, as opposed to just try to to fight for those resources and do what's best for us. Ryan, what guidance do you have for how to develop a clearer purpose for one's life? Yeah, I think that this is, it's easier said than done. It's not easy to come up with a purpose. I think a purpose is better than no purpose, first of all. And I think we need to recognize that purposes, our purpose for our life is something that's going to adapt over time. As we mature, our purposes will mature. So first, I think it's important that we have a purpose and that's better than no purpose. But how do we go about improving our purpose? Well, we've got to be really intentional about that. And I think that in organizations, if you're a leader and you want a purpose for the group as a whole, we need to not do what 
I will say the stereotypical leaders have done in the past, which is use a top-down approach by saying, this is our purpose and you guys are all going to jump on board. Really, I think that the people already know a purpose that they want to shoot for. So what we need to do is we need to work from the bottom up to develop our purpose. What do our people want to accomplish? What do they see as our future? As we gather that information and as we use their voice to come up with a purpose, we're now developing a purpose that everybody can get behind. So I think we need to think about purpose on two levels. One at the individual level, being intentional about creating a purpose for ourselves, but also in terms of those that we lead, we need to use a bottom-up approach uh, to develop that purpose so that everybody is bought into that idea and are willing to put their own best interests to the side in order for the organizational best interests. Any closing comments for your peers? Uh, I think that that's pretty good. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Uh, but but really, at the end of the day, I, I think that that purpose is, is so important. And that's what gets us out of bed in the morning is a purpose. And if we have that as a contribution to others, it makes it all that more meaningful and we get more emotionally attached to that, including our employees. And really, when we talk about, I think a big buzzword in organizations is engagement. Well, what's engagement? It's an emotional attachment characterized by vigor, dedication, and absorption. And so we need to have something that they can have that emotional attachment to. Thank you for sharing your perspective, experience, and advice. To our listeners, check back for future topics and spread the word to your colleagues about our podcast series. Why? Because learning changes everything.